They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Welcome back to For the Culture. My name is Michael Gervy. My name is Isaac Gall. And today, guys, after a long, long, long wait. Four and a half months. We are back. back. And guys, it's a great episode. So sit back, relax, hit the Udo, and just enjoy Okay. We're back. We're booming. You know, we're we're back in business. Quarantines. You know, it's starting to get hot again, which means we got a lot of free time laying on our hands. Yep. We're back. We're gonna make it better than ever. We're gonna get more guests on as many as we can get. Um. Yeah. We've just our last episode that we like actually recorded that day and put out <laughs> was June twenty eighth. We put we put oh, one out wow. in August, but you know we just. We were just feeling like putting it out, you know, nothing, nothing really went on. Like we recorded it months ago. Just, I don't know, something yeah. just pushed us to put it out. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, this is our first recorded episode in like four and a half months, which is crazy. It's been four and a half months of music, of sports. We can talk about the sports in our episode tomorrow, but for now it's music. So many big artists, big names, big projects dropped over the four and a half months including some this week so you know what michael and i are here to talk about all that for you we're going to summarize what we've listened to in the past four and a half months because you know we haven't been we have we, we've been off our music listening grind Look, Kirby. it's 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 been tough it's we've been busy grade 12 it's a tough yeah. year we got all like, this stuff like my my answer pretty much is we were just busy enjoying summer like yeah restricts like numbers where we live in manitoba for covid were really really low like zero almost every day for a two-week period so we were just out living life having fun being teenagers you know all that stuff and just podcast wasn't on top of our minds exactly and this was that was like the time where we could do that that kind of stuff like go hang out with people like now we can't yeah, like and, but now, lot. like, school started again. Like, we're in grade 12. It's, it's serious, you know, like, yeah. priorities. So Priorities. So, basically, what we're saying is the podcast isn't important to us. But we're going to make it important to us. But now it is because we're back. So, welcome back. We're back. It's nice to have I everyone said, here. Better than ever. Yeah, exactly. We're just here to have a good time, you know? That's what we do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like you said, we're just here to have a good time. So yeah, so let's let's get it rolling. As I as I said, we got some uh, we got some new music this uh, this Friday. The biggest we all know what the biggest oh. is, okay? Uzi and Future, after months of teasing their collab project, finally dropped Pluto X Baby Pluto. Michael and I have listened to it a couple times over the past day or two. Michael, what are your thoughts on the project? I'll let you go first. Dang. Okay, so. I'm a notorious future hater. I don't know if that's a known <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, you've talked about it on the but, podcast so many times. Yeah. Hey, if you and if you know me, it's ridiculous. I'm not a fan of future for many reasons, and I'll I can get into that tangent on a later date. But, um, um, on the contrast, I actually 
I'm a big Uzi guy, right? So this is kind of it's kind of hard for me to to see this project come up cuz I got I got a guy that I don't like and I got a guy I love. So what's going to happen, you know? Um I had listened to um there so a few a future Uzi song that I had liked before this album came out um was was up on uh Eternal Take like the deluxe. So I kind of knew what I was in for on this one. Um I knew what kind of music I was probably going to be getting and when I listened to it to no one's surprise it was exactly what I thought it was. Um and like we we rate albums when we listen to them and this rating isn't terrible. I gave it a 7 and 7.7 which compared to other projects that I, we've listened to and rated it's not terrible, right? But compared to the like the number doesn't represent how I feel about the project. I agree. I, I don't I think you agree, but I think you're going to agree in a, in the other way. No. I don't think I liked it as much as I rated it. No, I agree with you in that sense. Oh. Okay. I didn't honestly I didn't expect that. Um cuz I think you you rated higher than me, but I did. Um an, as an overall project, I didn't love it. And from what I was reading online, a lot of people like loved it. I saw people saying there was no misses on this song. Like it was just incredible. I, I I saw the complete opposite though. For everyone who says that, there's people saying it's mid. Like there's a lot of people saying it's mid. Yeah. Okay. So it's I get. I mean, there's opinions all over, but I mean, I I didn't think this was anything special. I mean, of course, there's a there's some good songs like Bankroll, great song, Drinking and Smoking, actually like incredible song. That was one of my favorites. Those two are two of my favorites, right? But just like like songs like I mean I wasn't a fan of Marnie on me. Yeah, that was my least favorite. I didn't like plastic either. Yeah, that was my second least favorite. Like, like there was just too many songs that were just meh. Like I don't know how else to describe this album for me. It was just meh. Like there was nothing crazy special about it for me. Um, and there wasn't really that many songs that kind of stood out. Um, they were all just like. Like a lot of these songs just felt like they were made just to be made. Like none of them really felt like super special, except the top like five, top six. But yeah, for me, it was just like it was just a mid, below mid album for me. Nothing crazy, nothing special. What about you? Um, yeah, like I couldn't have said it much better myself. I think the album was, it was definitely very mid, like. My rating, I gave it a 7.9, which is a little higher than Michael, but I agree with Michael that, like, it doesn't, the rating doesn't reflect how I felt about the project. I just felt, I felt that it was unnecessary as a whole. Like, the just the idea, yeah. the idea of the project when executed properly could have been great, but I feel like the the project that we got, we didn't, we didn't need this project. There's, there's a couple ways Uzi and Future could have gone about it. And in my opinion, they went about it in a way which I personally and you as well was not as much of a fan of. They could have, they could have taken songs like "What's Up," like "All Bad." I loved "All Bad" off of Future's last project, "High of High Off Life." Yeah, I know you like that one too. That they could have taken song, songs yeah. like "Over Your Head," that they the collab that they released this uh this summer. Like they could have taken songs like that and put a more melodic tape out, and I would have loved it because you you. 
just hate future whatever like i expect that from you but i love future when he goes like melodic and i love uzi when he goes melodic more so that would have been really ideal for me and i think i would have really enjoyed the project a lot more that way but unfortunately they decided to go with more of like a trap rap less melodic and more flow type of project which don't get me wrong when executed properly can be also like great but mm-hmm. I don't think this was executed nearly as well as it could have been. Like there were some, there were some very high highs, like bankroll, uh, moment of clarity. I don't want to break up, drinking, smoking, all that stuff. Um, though, like there were some really high highs, but there were some low lows, like Marnie on me, plastic off that. I was not a big fan of those. Um, like it just felt. It felt like there was a few highs, a few lows, and the rest was just yeah, meh. just meh. It was a lot yeah. of meh and a lot of like it felt like repetition. The only thing that was a little bit refreshing was the beat selection sometimes, but otherwise it just felt like uh, yeah, it felt like standard Uzi and Future. Just it just felt like something standard and nothing special. But yep, I know exactly what you mean. This project, I'm I'm not upset with Uzi or Future for it because like you said it's what i expected like if Mm -hmm. you told me they were going to go this way with like the more flow and rapping side like this is what i would expect this is almost exactly what i would expect from an uzi and future collab tape no one ever people don't usually put out their best work on collab tapes like it's just sometimes you get great collab albums like without warning what a time to be alive like those are some great collab albums but otherwise they're usually like in the meh tier they're never really bad but they're in the meh tier this is just yeah, another like, one in the math here. Yeah. Like, I don't think this album, I mean, we've said this before with past projects that we've uh, talked about, but I don't see this album as a negative, but I don't see it as a positive either. Yeah, no, it's just, I don't think collab projects ever are really negative or positive. No, I don't think they're ever negative because like it's, it's never indicative of what an artist can do. Yeah. It's, oh no. Yeah, for sure. It's like world on um, drugs, you know, like, that was Juice <laughs> World's worst work by far, but oh, it's not sure. indicative. It wasn't indicative like he's going downhill, you know. Like it's that's not a it means. It's just he was adapting yeah. more to Future's style, and yeah, and it's exactly just didn't it didn't work. It's hard to best. judge someone on a collab album. Yeah, it's like a group project. You know, it's hard to judge like people's individual yeah. work on a group project. Exactly, you never um, really as, know who did more stuff. Yeah, yeah, but as far as collab projects go. I think this was it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. Um. It was all right. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing more than not much more than what I expected, but not less than what I expected either. Like it, it met my expectations. Yeah, for sure. Well said. Uh, okay, so that's that's the only major project that I listened to that came out this week. Uh, mm-hmm. other projects that came out this week: Young Boy, Two Chains, Kodak. I haven't got a chance to listen to those. I'm sure Gerby has not got a chance to listen to those. No, I haven't. Yeah, so <laughs> we will not be talking about those. Um, but yeah, they exist. Let us know if yeah. you like them, though. Yeah, let us know in the comments of the Instagram at ftc podcast. Go hey. hit us up. You know, yeah, we'll be a good follow on Instagram. We're going to try to get the Instagram account more live and more active, more polls on there, you know, just make it a fun place to be. Yeah. All right, so the other uh, works I wanted to talk about from New Music Friday, first off, Lil Nas X. His (laughs) comeback, his first song in, what, over a year and a half? 
yeah, uh, with Holiday. Maybe even longer. So yeah, you dropped a song called Holiday. I loved Holiday. it. Holiday. I really, I really enjoyed. It. I, I'm not ashamed to say that I enjoyed Lil Nas X's music from the start. I was never actually the biggest fan of Old Town Road. Like if you check my last FM, which like tracks our streams, I'm sure I have like under ten streams on Old Town Road on my phone. Like I just never <laughs> played this song, but I loved some of the other work on his like seventy P. I loved how like versatile and different it was, and this was also very different. Holiday was it was cool. Like it's not a sound that I hear every day. It's yeah. it's different, and I I can really appreciate that. It, it had the signature like he's only really been around for a year and a half put out like seven eight songs but it's still there's already like a signature Lil Nas X sound that he had on it you know and yeah. like I hope I hope he rides holiday now and can you know put out more music and continue to be popular I hope he can continue to be successful because I I still like enjoy the music we just need more of it in like volume and we need to see him evolving yeah no for sure that was well said. You basically kind of hit it on the head. Um, yeah, one thing I loved about Lil Nas X is like when he came into like the game and kind of blew up. He he had like his own his own lane going already. Like everything he had going for him was just different. And Holiday kind of still keeps that. Like what you said, it's like he's kind of building like the Lil Nas X like lane or vibe, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I think that's what's so great about him. Like this song is so like distinct. It's like when you when I listen to just bringing back the um Uzi Future album, when I listen to one of those songs, it's like they're they kind of all sound like similar at like in a way. And that happens with a lot of albums, but something that Lil Nas X does so well and I know he doesn't have a huge sample size, but just every single song is so distinct and different. Like when I hear a Lil Nas X song, it's so different that I can I can identify. It. Like I know like it's just the sound he has is just so unique that like it gets me excited for what's to come and holiday was a great song like um yeah i love it it suits the vibe that he has like it's just everything he has going for him it just works so yeah yeah no i completely agree um there it was really it was a slow week for music to be honest it was yeah it was really crazy. slow um but another thing i guess just we move so the next song i want to talk about rod wave uh i listened to rod wave's new single what was it called it was called his new song was all called week. all week yeah uh i enjoyed it yeah i it was once again nothing super special but yeah i, I like the style of you know how rod wave did it so i liked it Broadway is just fire. Yeah, no, he is he is pretty fire to be honest. Yeah. Um you have anything to add there or move on? No, like yeah, it was just an yeah. Good All right. Um French Montana dropped the song with Benny the Butcher, Wave Blues. I originally like I wouldn't have even checked this project out because I just I hate it. French Montana. We've spent Adam and I when he guest <laughs> guest uh, appeared for Michael spent about ten minutes just unnecessarily hating on french montana <laughs> so you know you know how much i hate french montana but it had a benny the butcher feature and he is one of the best rappers out right now so i thought hey i might as well check it out it's actually a good song surprise me french montana once again you've been carried by a feature good job man wave that's, blues that's what he solid what he usually song. does you know 
Yeah, solid song. Like feature did it, but solid song. Um, that's all I gotta say about that. Now, this was one of my favorite songs of the week. Soda, DJ Scheme and Take a Day Trip. The artists were Corday mm. and Ski Mask. That song, that song was that song was fire. Like, there's no other way to put it. That song, Corday and Ski Mask both did their thing on here. The beat was so hard. The flow was crazy. What else can I say? I'm very excited for the DJ Scheme album. Anything else? No, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll just. I'll just keep it going just, then. Yeah, you're kind of you're on a roll here. You sh- you're doing you're doing it all. Yeah. Okay, well, the final like good song that I listened to from this week was SMH by Mavi. Um, Mavi's a very underrated artist. Uh, very very underground. Let me see how many monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah, I've not. He's got two hundred seventeen thousand monthly listeners only. So he's got very little. His biggest song. He only has two songs over a million plays. And his biggest one has 2 million. So he's very small. Uh, He's an independent artist from New York. But I found his album last year, 2019, Let the Sun Talk. And it was, we unfortunately never got to put it out. Like the end of year album review episode, Gerby. Like we never, unfortunately got deleted. But (laughs) if you'd heard that, you'd know Mavi's album from last year was like, I think third on my, like third of my album of the year list. So, like, he's a very talented rapper, and his new song, SMH, he delivered again. I liked it. What can I say? That's it. It was a good song. Dang. Now. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, you should. Uh, I don't know. It's not really your style. He's more, like, lyrical, but he throws in a little bit of melody. So, you yeah. you might enjoy it, but I'll, he's more I'll give it a listen. He's more for lyrical stuff. If, if you like lyrical, check out Let the Sun Talk from last year. Very underground, but one of the best albums I heard last year. Great Great flow and lyrics from Mavi. Um, very Earl Sweatshirt esque. So now it's my favorite time of the time of the week. Got to do my weekly trash. <laughs> it's been so long since I got to go over Isaac's my weekly, weekly trash. trash. So we got little Mosey jumping out the face. It brings me <laughs> oh joy God. to once again come on the podcast and tell you Mosey dropped some trash. Does it all the time. Did it again. Mosey dropped some trash. Oh, Mosey, Mosey. Oh, uh, let's see. Black Youngsta featuring Lil Dirk. Believe it or not, it was some trash. Black Youngsta, who would have thought Black Youngsta would drop some trash? Wow, crazy, right? Who would who would have thought that, huh? Yeah, I mean Lil Dirk. Lil Dirk was actually decent on here. If I'm being honest, I, I like, like Lil, Lil Dirk. I actually like Lil Dirk. I like Lil Dirk. Um, oh, that reminds me. Uh, R.I.P. King Von. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Now that I'm talking about Lil Dirk. Rest in peace. Yeah, so King Von, that was this week, eh? This past week? Yeah, that was... I think it was like was, Monday yeah. or Tuesday. King Von uh, was shot in Atlanta and killed. So we just want to say rest in peace to King Von. I, um, he was he was crazy talented. Made some really really good music. One of the best storytellers out there, in my opinion. Like the Crazy Story series, Took It to the O, The Code. A lot of good songs from King Von. So King Von, you will be missed. Um... Yeah, just thought I'd Amen. throw that in quickly while I talked about Lil Dirk because, you know, they were really close. Uh, so, yeah, Lil Dirk, hope you're doing well. Deactivate his Instagram, so yeah. hope he's doing well. Um, But, yeah, Black Youngsta, trash. Stay Solid Rocky, you know, the uh, party girl guy, dropped out the oven. 
I feel like I don't even need to say anything about what this is. It's trash. <laughs> you, you just gotta, <laughs> just gotta say the name. Stay solid, Rocky. And once out you to hear oven. the name, you just know. You just say out the oven, and you're like, wow, that can't be good. That just that there's no <laughs> chance that's good. No um, chance. Rico Nasty dropped. Oh, for real. Once again, by the name, you know that is trash. <laughs> Rico Nasty. You're not terrible, but the song was not it. Just not it at all. Um, let's see. Sheck West dropped Rich One Day. Trash. Sheck West has never dropped. He dropped Mobamba and he's never dropped another good song in his life. So, trash. Uh, Lights facts, On by bro. Chef G. Trash. Um, I like some of Chef G's stuff. Like, he's, you're not a Brooklyn Joe guy, but I like it a little bit more. But this was just trash. Um, yeah, that's about it for my weekly trash. You have anything to add? Or? Dude. Isaac's Weekly Trash is my favorite segment of this podcast. Yeah, I know. It's always a fun segment. I didn't even talk about, like, some stuff is just too irrelevant, like, too trash and, like, too irrelevant to even talk about. Like, yeah, Lil like, Tracy, you're too irrelevant for me to even, like, talk about you. You don't matter. Because yeah. it's, like, with the other Our artists. podcast is way too big for you. With the other artists, there's, like, a slight chance they drop something good and, like, their name is big enough to talk about. Lil Tracy, yeah. you, you're not, there's, you know one. K Camp, yeah. you've never dropped a good song in your life. Uh, poor AC, you're trash. So yeah, like some of the rappers dropped, but they're not noteworthy enough for me to really talk about. So on to today's main topic of discussion, which is the new music that we've missed over the past four and a half months. <laughs> so as Michael and I months, said at the beginning, cool. we, we we've been busy. We've been busy. So. We haven't had a chance to catch all the new music, so if there's an album you like that came out since June 28th and we didn't talk about it here, we just didn't listen to it. We're sorry. Us, we're, uh, we're honestly sorry. I actually, I am sorry. Like I, I also am yeah, sorry. Did not listen to it. Um, hey, let us know though. Get, if we I, missed a, an album project you liked, and yeah, we didn't let us know. It, we'll listen to it. it. Yeah, let us know. Um, we'll literally talk about it. We 100% will. Just let us know. Anything you want us to talk about, text or DM at FTC.podcast. So, yeah. So, we missed four and a half months of music. And Michael and I were just, not only were we busy, but we were really in a place where, like, we were never in the mood to listen to a full album of music unless it was, like, some crazy, crazy important release to us. So, we really missed a lot of music. But we still managed to catch... A few project projects. So we're just going to talk about some of the ones that came out uh, that we listened to over the past few months. Uh, what do you want to start with? Let's start with um, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Pop okay. Smoke. Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Pop Smoke's first posthumous album. Um, none of you will know this, but Michael and I actually recorded... We recorded a podcast the week after that. Um, yeah. With Pot Time of Pot Smoke and Juice World's album, which we'll talk about later. Uh, so this really feels very repetitive for us, just talking about these two projects. Yeah. But hey, you know what? It's our fault for not putting it out. Well, it's more yep. my fault. Hey, I don't like editing. So if you're an editor, yeah. hit us up on the Instagram. Oh, please, if you're an editor, come yeah. hit us up. But it's nothing anyway, crazy. Moving you know, into Pop Smoke's album. Yeah, uh, you want to start? Sure. So, I mean, 
this project kind of feels old now probably to a lot of i don't know maybe not but it's yeah. it's it's been a really how do i put it not i want to say overplayed because it deserves to be played this much but it's been played a lot this a lot of these songs most of these songs on this album um so it i guess it, it kind of feels old um but i mean from a like a, I, I mean, a guy who I did not like Pop Smoke's style of music. Um, even when this album came out, I didn't really like it. There were like two songs maybe that I, I kind of vibed with. Um, that I loved mood swings, and I think probably because of TJ, um, and the Woo, and I think that was also because because of, of Roddy. Never a huge Pop Smoke guy. Um, but over the past couple months the months that we didn't record this album has really grown on me um there are so many good songs in here and it's like weird for me to say that because i really like i can't even explain how much i just did not like this album when it first came out um but it has grown on me so much and possible i mean it's sad that it's um and it, it might partially be due because of his passing but he is like one of the biggest artists in the world. I, his name is like, I don't know how that even works, but like everyone knows who Pop Smoke is and it's because of this album. And I think, and because he passed away, but this album I think is incredible. Like, I love it. I think it's so good. Um, like I can go through all the songs, but like you guys know the songs, you know, the good songs, the woo mood swings for the night, uh, got it on me. Uh, what you know about love um just like the whole like everything man um just great album i mean it feels weird saying this because we i'm again we've already gone over this album and we went in more depth but um i'm just gonna keep it short i i love this project yeah um that was very well said i guess i'll just talk briefly as well um so when this project first came out, I was much more of a fan of it than you were. Like, I remember, as you said, you were, yeah, you hated Pop Smoke, you hated the album, and I I was much more of a fan of it, but still not crazy, you know, like, not my favorite project. But this album, as you said, it aged tremendously. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the other albums I listen to, you know, I play the songs that I like, and then you know they die and i'm not feeling the same about them but this this album did not die it just kind of got bigger to me like i did i I play so many songs like on the daily from this album it is just it's such a it's a very consistent album uh it's a very yeah it's just a very consistent album very versatile like you got different vibes like the latin vibe on enjoy yourself the romantic vibe on mood swings, the trap on for the night, the R and B something special, the yeah. drill on Dior, yeah, the chill on the woo, like it's just it's crazy the amount of different like vibes and types of music he like they blended into one album. So to hear you know Pop Smoke's booming deep voice over some of these beats and like just song types and choices that we never really seen him do. It was really interesting to see. And yeah, I just, I enjoyed the project tremendously. Great project. 
Uh, now yeah. let's talk about the next one that came out that we already talked about, which was Juice World. If we're going in like yes, chronological sir. kind of order. Yeah, so Juice World's album. You, you want to start? or? Sure, Legends Never Die. Um, I'm going to keep this one brief because we had recorded um, our review, our thoughts on this album when it came out a week after whenever um july whenever it came out um and we we were passionate we went in depth we were really personally for me it got a little emotional um which is weird to say but i'm gonna keep it um short and brief um as like juice world being my favorite artist ever um to no surprise i love this album um every single song I, I like there was not a bad song in this album for me and I remember when it first came out I listened to the entire album on repeat and I didn't skip a song I didn't even nope. skip the skits no I, I always the, listen to the skits I listened to all of them it just this project was not the best project I've ever listened to but easily the most meaningful piece of music that has ever like dropped for me um, and that's weird to say, but it just like, I don't know. There was such a, I don't even know how to put it into words. Like I, I felt, I don't know how, but I just felt like such a connection to this album. And it just, it made the songs feel and sound so much better to me. It just made me like it more. Um, and I mean, there were great songs in this album. Come and go, Wishing Well. Um, man of the year, I loved. Uh, hate the other side. Tell me you love me. Blood on my jeans. Like bad. En- the list goes on. I mean, I, I'll just list the whole album if I'm gonna list the best songs. But, um, overall, I know I said I keep it short. It was kind of long, but um, I think no, this good. is an incredible project, and I think this, um, perfectly, um, uh, sums up Juice World's legacy yeah uh this this album it really uh, just kind of struggling to find the words you know because what it means to us as like mass both of us have been massive juice world fans for a long time so when this album was announced and released that was you know huge for us and yeah i i can't even like collect my thoughts right now i love yeah, the album hard, eh? um i'll admit i overrated it a bit at first i did but i still think it was a great album like as michael said there were no bad songs on the album juice world he really did his thing on that album and i see this album getting a lot of hate all over like Everyone's saying it's Juice World. It was like really mid. It was Juice World's worst project, and like I don't understand that because like I just I I can't agree with it. Like as much as I feel like Goodbye and Get Riddance should have been like it felt like a better project, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like it just it wasn't. It's just more nostalgic at this point. But in my opinion, Legends Never Die had like as good of highs as. At, uh, our Legends Never Die has as good of highs as Goodbye and Good Riddance had, but it has much higher lows as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Goodbye and Good Riddance yeah. had some songs that I wasn't a huge fan of. I liked every song on this album. 
the features yeah, I, I like them there were a few only a few features but they all did what they needed to do and i really enjoyed them all uh i enjoyed the beat selection it just felt like the songs were higher quality on here like when he made goodbye and good riddance it felt more like he was like just in a studio you know just trying to make it out like trying to get big and legends never die it feels like he's there you know he's where he's supposed to be he's at the top when he's yeah. recording these it is crazy what this album really you know represented and showed like you said it was kind of like really summing up juice world's legacy and yeah like i i don't know i'm just uh this one really left me scrambling for thoughts to be honest because yeah just how important and how meaningful it was to us like, it was just just kind of speechless about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know what else to say. But yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, that's it. We yeah, we went really in depth when we recorded we did. this before. It's just you know, we yeah, we were trying to like yeah. rekindle, you know, kind of like the magic of what we said, and not really working mm-hmm. right. And now. it was a lot more relevant back then. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next, I guess would be "F Love" by the Kid Leroy. Oh, uh, that's another oh. one of our favorite artists so oh uh yeah once again you could talk first sure so i'm gonna be talking about the the his um project f love pg yeah um, but i'm also gonna here. i'm gonna throw in the the savage deluxe whatever okay. you want to call it yeah um i'll might as well um Actually, I'll start with just the, the normal project. Um, the normal project, F-Love, let's get it. I think this was his debut album, and it was great. I think it was I think it was awesome, actually. Um, yeah. I think the features he had on it were... He didn't have very many features. He had, like, three features. I think they were all good. I think they all fit the songs well. Um. I think this project, um, one thing that I really liked about it is um, the story we kind of ha- were going through as we listened to the album. Like when I was listening to this album, when you listen in order, it's telling a story almost. Um, and it really gets you more involved in the music. Not Things kind of mean more. They they do. Um, yeah. Like when he's singing about, um, I'll just, t- my favorite song on the album and one of my favorite songs by the kid Leroy, maybe my favorite song selfish when you get to that it's the last song in the album when you get to the end of when you get to that song you're like a part of this relationship that just he just broke up with like you are you're just as much as in the relationship as he is and i don't know why like when he's singing in that song when it got to that point i was like like i i don't know the kid Leroy. i don't know who he's talking about i don't know this relationship i don't know anything that happened but i was just like i was like damn you know like dang like what happened like why why did this have to happen like i don't know why it just like the it was just so well put together and the story it told was so um just like i don't even know in like i don't even know it just captures you and you just put you in it selfish was my favorite song incredible song great lyrics great melody great beat just everything about that song is absolutely beautiful um another other songs i liked i liked wrong i think it was a good song um erase you running i mean those are just all incredible songs but i think that again i don't think this album had a bad song 
Um, and that's my take on it. Isaac, what you got? Yeah, so uh, it's been over a year since I found the Kid Leroy. Um, I found him a few days before he put out Let Her Go, which is like his hey. like his first like single in like like I don't really count blessings like blessings to me to me Let Her Go is like his first single. So I found him a few days before that. Her told Gervy, "Yo, this could be a banger. Like this could be this could be crazy." So, you know, we've been fans for we've been fan for a long time and yeah. He definitely kept us waiting for that project. It was a long time coming, but it was well worth it. From the get-go, the songs were great. The album I'm sure you'll agree it didn't feel that good the first night we heard it. Like I remember being like, eh, it was okay." Yeah. But then it just it grew on me so much. Like to the point where I agree there were no bad songs. Uh the, the storytelling it was it was i really liked the format uh the way it was like you know as i said telling a story uh it was a lot of great songs just catchy super super catchy impressive melodies mm-hmm. and flows uh I, I i really loved it and i i can see it's like with uh juice world album i can see where the hate comes from like I see a lot of hate for Kid Leroy online. As much as I see love, there's a lot of love. I see a lot of hate because I understand it. It's this white little white seventeen year old from Australia who's doing doing crazy numbers in like the hip hop yeah. game. Like it can be uh, frustrating. Like I, I can also that. understand why people don't really consider him a hip hop artist. I, I see that, but I think at this point he hasn't shown us enough where he could be not a hip hop. Like he's not Post Malone. Like. Yeah, he's still a hip hop artist raps. to me. Like, um, but yeah, I see where the hate's from. But I just I completely disagree with any of that. I feel like doesn't matter where you're from, doesn't matter your color, doesn't matter your upbringing. You can run hip hop and Kid Leroy, he is so talented, and you just you can't deny that. You can't deny the talent, and yeah, like Gervy said, he's so talented. There are no bad songs. My favorite song personally, as much as I loved Selfish. I think it was a great, great song. My favorite song was probably Not Fair uh, with Corbin. As much as I wasn't like a huge fan of the great Corbin song. feature, that was just the Kid Leroy's performance on there was incredible. Like the melody, mm-hmm. sure. that song, that song is insane to me. So in Selfish, in your favorite song, he says at one point, I'm going to be savage. And then... Hey. None of us really made Look that. What happened? None of us never really made that connection until, you know, until now when he's really he just came out. He put out his Savage EP with seven new songs, and once again, it was great. In fact, song oh. for song was probably even better. Like it didn't have the it story, was... so I wouldn't call it a better cohesive project. Even though he kind of dropped it as deluxe, like you could consider it a deluxe, but I'd consider it deluxe. Yeah. So like he did, it was better song for song than the album, which is kind of it's kind of crazy. Like the amount there was, while there were no bad songs on the other one, there were like no even like mediocre like every song on oh, here was hundred percent. Like like my least favorite personally mm-hmm. was always do, just because I felt it was very repetitive, but it was still a great song. Like my favorite was definitely without you. Without you is just. In my opinion, his best song. That was insane. The acoustic. He sounds like Justin Bieber on there. 
he really sounds like Justin Bieber, which is why yep. I can understand when people don't call him a hip hop artist. But that's insane. His voice is crazy. Like he, that's oh, I like I I once again I'm speechless. That was just a crazy song. <laughs> great oh, yeah, album. For sure. Great. Like he sold 50k. His album was number three in the world this week. Sold 50k. So. Like it or not, Damn. Kid Leroy is here to stay, and he's running he's the hip hop game right now. Let's oh, go for sure. You got anything to add about Savage or? I mean, like you you said it all. I just want to say also that I think without you is his best song, and it's literally like it's all I've been listening to. It is just crazy, an amazing song. Like if like not only is it impressive that the Kid Leroy made that, but if like, even if like a top artist made that, I would be impressed. Like that is just a beautiful song um if you were to tell me it was justin bieber i probably wouldn't even like say I, nothing no I, yeah for real i told like when I, when I first played it i would be like i told people like hey this is justin bieber's new song what do you think and people are like whoa this is insane like they, they couldn't even tell he sounds insane and i think just this showcases like this is just shows like where he's gonna be eventually like that's the ceiling not maybe that's not the ceiling but that's like the highest that's the best song we've seen from him and if there's better that's incredible but if this is the best the top tier i'm perfectly satisfied yep uh now on to the next project what is it oh let's do let's do internet money so internet money the producers you know taz taylor nick mira all them released uh their album in the summer before the storm had features some artists such as kid leroy Juice World, Chippy Red, 24K Golden, Wiz Khalifa, etc. Um, Just everybody. Yeah, it had a lot of crazy features. Uh, but to be honest, oh yeah, I was underwhelmed with the album. Uh, there were a few songs that were notable. Lemonade is an incredible song, and it's the best song on the album. Uh, the remix is even better, but Lemonade is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see Giddy Up with 24k and Wiz is a great song I love Speak that song Speak is a really good song Blast Off I expected more from Blast Off if I'm being honest like I like it but if you've ever like if you're if you listen to Juice World Leaks you'll know Blast Off the v- V1 like the first version of Blast Off much better like more acoustic but I think Blast Off V2 definitely fit the vibe of this album better it was more like futuristic production uh glitchy almost glitchy sounds you know it was more like futuristic than like acoustic uh mm-hmm. which which was okay it was just the album wasn't really it wasn't great in my opinion it was but uh, it was mediocre but it's more what i expect from like a producer like created project you know it's not like an artist had a vision you know Mm-hmm. so sure. yeah um no i honestly I, I like this like producer like ram albums i think they're i think it's a cool idea um i think it's a I think, cool concept yeah, but we haven't seen I, any, I think in my opinion we haven't seen i was gonna say great ones executed yet yeah I, I was gonna say this one wasn't i mean executed to the point that i wish it would have been because i think that this project could have been insane i think like with all these features i think this could have been an insane project um but i think it was like mid for me maybe above a little bit above mid um like there were there were some songs on here like yeah lemonade just 
incredible song and that's just hit the charts like it is just the biggest song by far on this album um and it's still growing so great song um yeah like you you hit all the ones giddy up like i like devastated i like that one um but there are a lot of songs on here that just kind of yeah you know nothing crazy um but it, it gets me excited for more projects like this i like the concept of it and i think when it's executed in a better fashion i think it can be incredible um but it was it was okay oh not all heroes wear capes metro's album that is one that was actually executed well just made me think oh that is true that is that actually isn't um that's a good album that Um, is a good album but that's really the only one i can think of that was executed i'm sure there's some but like um yeah i think honestly i think if dj scheme plays his cards right here like i think he has potential to make a pretty good one we'll see how he utilizes the features because like on the cover i saw a bunch of different artists like i saw juice world trippy 24k golden in dior so like like there was a lot of big artists on the cover so we'll see he already said there's no X on it, uh, but you know there's a lot of different artists to choose from. So let's hope he utilizes those features right, makes a good album. We can only hope. Facts. Alrighty. Um, all right, so we got a f- we got a few more that we want to talk about, and then we'll be out of your hair here. Yeah, we, we got. Just, we'll hit him out. Yeah. Next, let's talk about uh, Six Nines album, Tattle Tales. Hey um so i know you realistically only listen to like the good tracks and i don't blame you because i listened to the full thing and i kind of wanted my eyes to just bleed or my ears (laughs) more to bleed um (laughs) this is a really bad album if i'm being honest i like i don't know why at first i said like yo this album's like if you listen to the first three songs most people probably think they're trash but i i like I thought they were fire. Like locked up part two. No, I agree. All I people think it's trash too. because they're like, oh, Akon's working with six nine. Oh, six nine. You know, snitch. Whatever. Like, shut up. Just enjoy the music. There's a fire. Locked up has always been a like it's a classic song, and I think I liked what six nine did on there. Uh, I like the new Akon verse. Good song. Two two is a banger. Like I don't care what you say. I, I don't care if you don't like melodic. Two two is insane. That's that's a hype song. Like, that that's is a actually banger, a hype song. and like everyone on the internet pretty much hates it except for us. So you know, if you want like a different opinion, man. come listen to this podcast. If you like six yeah, nine, this we're is different, the place guys. To be. We are we're different. We're no there's no judgment from us here. We like almost all artists. You know, there's not going to be a lot of hate exactly. on this podcast except for and if you're you know, when there's got to be, we call it, if like, you're one of those it. big artists come 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 on the podcast oh yeah please seriously yeah, if come, you're please. six nine definitely makes <laughs> sense for you to come on the podcast you know yeah that would make sense yeah um but yeah like two two wait wait was a great song would have been better if it was supposed to have a little baby as a feature but you know he pulled this feature for obvious reasons <laughs> um would have been great with a little baby feature but still was very solid um ava was a very solid song good closing track yeah for six nine uh yeah ava was good um (laughs) and yeah that was about it for the good songs the rest of it trash just 
uh, you didn't did you listen to any other tracks beside those four i listened to a couple but i just kind of got bored yeah like gooba on it like gooba's okay like whatever it's what i expect from six nine trolls was trasher than trash and somehow it wasn't even like the worst song on the album like this is a bad album we need more like dummy boy except he can't get features no more because everyone hates him so yeah everyone yeah yeah that sucks that's tough to be him oh well. <laughs> yeah that, that honestly that does suck i would hate to have that yeah um all right we got what three more to talk about uh we got yes, a little tecca virgo world Ooh. vertigo world what an interesting project it was interesting um, first of all can we just talk about the cover i think the cover is so unique and like interesting oh what? i was gonna say i really don't like it but um i like i i'm not a huge fan of it but i think it's so like i think it's very unique like like what is it like what am i even looking at virgo world like it looks like it looks like a clay animation like that's exactly what it looks like i think that's what it is that's what i'm saying like i'm not a huge fan of. i don't think it's a great cover but i think it's very (laughs) it's unique unique. i think it's it's unique unique. i'll give him that i don't know if it's like cool but i don't either but hey it's unique i'll give him that yeah, it's like a painting or something. Who knows? Like, I don't know. There's not even, like, a parental, like, thing on it. It's just, like, a photo. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, Weird. <laughs> this album was... Okay, but anyway. <laughs> this album was what I expect from Lil Tech. A lot of meeting my expectations to talk about today, yeah. you know? So, Lil Tecca, he didn't do any more than I thought he would do um like not really any steps maybe like a slight step up from we love you Tekka, but not a huge step up no not really a step down either just did what he did you know like i i don't, I don't know what else to say like it was just that's honestly standard well it was standard little Tekka. like i think his best song was on here out of love uh was a single release before i think that's his best song by far like that song is incredible and there were some other good songs on here like dolly when you're down, our time acting up, true to the game, etc. Like there are some good songs, but there are also just some really boring songs. And when you listen to like a 19 song album from someone like Lil Tecca, it almost gets to like Nav territory where like it's like Nav if he was like good, you know. It's like every song sounds the same, and like <laughs> most of them are pretty good. But at a point towards the end, it's like last call probably isn't worse than a song like number 18 on the sound on the track list and last call probably isn't any worse than like number five chemistry but it just feels so much worse because it's 13 tracks later like that's that's yeah. really my view on the project but nonetheless solid project from little Tecca. expect nothing less nothing more just would have liked to have seen him take more steps in, a, in the right direction in as far as like artist development, we didn't see it, which is okay, but that just means we need to see it next time. You know, we need to we need to see it at some point. I don't care when you do we, it. Yeah, but we need, I it needs agree. to happen soon. Um. Yeah, I agree. Because his first, like, "We Love You, Tekka," you get we you get that sense like I'm trying to blow up, like I'm trying to make it. And he he, I I would argue he after that album, he's he was in a good spot, and this 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 project feels the same. Like I get that same vibe of like, I'm trying to make it like, I need to just put out songs. Like, like do something new, like be unique now. Like 
I think, and it's fine. Like he didn't, like you said, but like once you, once you get to a certain point, I, th- I think tech is at that point. Like, Hey, just make your own lane. Like do, do something new. Like, you know, keep people like, on their edge of the seat. I feel like considering the weight though, it was also like somewhat underwhelming because really he released, we love you Tekka like August, 2019. Probably I'm going to just, I think it was that month. And then the next month, or like two months later, maybe even, he's like, yeah, okay, I'm ready to drop like Virgo World. And then he waits like an extra almost a year before he drops it. Like he's trying to perfect it, like he's working on it. And it really just feels like we're back at square one with Lil oh, Pecco. Like that's, where yeah, we no, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but like I'm saying like it's, like, the same it's underwhelming because like the build up, which I found strange. Oh, like hundred percent. If you're gonna build it up like that, you gotta deliver. Like, yeah, I can. There was not one song in this album that was like, "Whoa," you know what I mean? Like it really yeah. like it's like, you. like when Travis like, Scott teased Astroworld in like 2016, and we didn't get it until 2018. Like he was still putting out music in between there, but he, Astroworld was supposed to be his second album, and like he just kind of waited a couple of years perfecting it, and it was incredible. It was an incredible album. Oh, for, uh, he yeah. delivered on the hype. It was worth the wait. All of that. This complete opposite it just felt like it felt like he was just procrastinating making the album almost and like he made it like a week before yeah because like that's good realistically yeah. if you're announcing and then waiting a year you think you're like making it great you're perfecting it no i felt like he was just kind of procrastinating making it and yeah um yeah i agree i and um but i mean i still think tag is super i think tag is super talented still so i wouldn't be surprised if like he still comes out with great music um, no, I agree. This like, project don't... wasn't like in like insane. Yeah, don't think this is me hating on Tekka. It's not. I'm just saying. I after that wait, I would have expected a little bit more. It just felt a little rushed on the project. That's it. Tekka, I still, was, I still was, like you. I still mess with your music. Yeah, if you happen to be one of the forty people listening, that'd be hype. Come, that would be crazy please. if little Tekka was on the that'd forty be people. Insane. Listening. Um. Yeah, so two more. Speaking of album covers, this is one album with a crazy cover, and that is Savage Mode 2 by 21 hey, and Metro. That wow. cover is so cool. It's sick. It's literally just... It is it, such it's, a it's, it's, sick album It fits cover. perfect for everything about this project. That's one of the best album covers I've ever seen. Like, it is just so cool. I, it's it's just incredible. Like, everything about... Like, it literally... It, the vibe that you get from it is, like, literally what this album, like, has. It's just perfect. Yeah. You want to start um, on this one? Yeah, I'll just start off. Like, first of all, this album had a trailer, and I think that is like the coolest thing ever. That trailer and is so not cool. only that, Morgan Freeman was narrating it. That was also incredibly cool. That's how you knew that this album was just gonna be like, like just like I don't oh, even yeah, know, like just what crazy. it was. Um, but um, apart from that, apart from everything, um, like now, just like the actual music. Um, I think, okay, personally, I think this album has some great songs. Um, I think Mr. Right Now is a great song. I like Glock in My Lap, Many Men, great song. Um, but this album felt a little bit like Metro carried 21. Like, I personally didn't think 21 kind of was at the level that, like, I think he could have been. He, and he certainly was on some songs, but there were some songs where Metro carried hard, um, which is disappointing to see. Um, 
But I mean, we're not 21's not like some crazy like artist. He's 21 Savage. Um, and he makes good music. Um, but personally, for this project for me, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I didn't think it was like insane, but I didn't think it was bad. Um, and that's just my take on it. I'll keep it short, like I always do. Um, but it's definitely a good listen. Like if you haven't listened to it, I recommend listening to it because it's a project that you should listen to. Um, but it's not gonna like blow you away when you listen to it. It'll just be like, hey, okay, this is this is pretty good. Yeah, when you when you take an album like Savage Mode, which is just so it's so beloved, and like it's beloved not for a reason that it was like great or anything but more I, th- I feel like it's more about the time in people's lives when they first heard that so people love savage mode you know so people were waiting for savage mode 2 for a long time and they come up with this trailer and oh my god it's like it makes the album just it makes it feel like elegant it makes it feel like regal almost but then you got morgan freeman yeah. in production or not in production jeez morgan freeman in narration yeah uh you got it like in the castle with like it just it looks so cool so i got me really hyped for the album and honestly it's what i expected again like it's just it was nothing more nothing less it felt like it was just trying to it felt like it was trying to reach the success of the first savage mode like too hard it felt like it was just trying too hard to be like savage mode instead of just being like a new album and I don't know. It just felt kind of forced. Some of the songs, like some of the ideas and yeah. like flows they were trying to pull off. It just felt like it's not going to work. Like, I, I don't want to sound like I'm hating on it because I really, I, I did still enjoy it like a lot. Um, I really enjoyed like Mr. Right Now, Many Men, Brand New Draco, Running, My Dog. Like I really enjoyed songs like that. But then there's songs like Step In, snitches and rats where i'm like eh, yeah like i'm just kind of bored because 21 is an artist where like he'll make his best songs when the production is like pop like he's he's for the most part a very monotone like rapper which yep. is good because you know it's different like no one else is doing it like him really and yeah and you know him. it can be absolutely insane with the right production and metro has always provided the right production for 21 and here he he did his part. He I, I definitely think Metro did his part, as he always does when he does like collab albums with artists like Nav, Big Sean. He's got one coming with Lil Dirk. Like he always he always does his thing. It's just about the artist performing. And I don't want to say like Twenty One let it down, but it's just Twenty One was what I expected from Twenty One. Like yeah, he could he couldn't do much more. So this album mm-hmm. was what it was. I still liked it. It wasn't crazy to me, but I liked it, and that was it. But I think Metro Boomin, he's been the best trap producer in the game for the past, like, five years. Five. But I think this year he's been passed. And he's been passed by a man who also just put out a collab project with a, with a rapper, and that is Wheezy and Nav on Emergency Tsunami. <laughs> Wheezy's production is some of the... He has some of the nicest samples and most unique like samples and drum patterns from all sorts of places that I've ever seen. And some of that is on Emergency Tsunami. Whether it's on Wana, he does such a good job on Wana and like on some of Gunna's other projects. He has great production for Little Baby, 
he's produced for so many people and now he, I think this is his first like rapper producer official album Emergency Tsunami with Nav and it was surprisingly average and by surprisingly <laughs> I mean I thought it was gonna be a whole lot worse it's kind of sad but like it is like sad I, but it's I, true. I, re- I re-listened to Good Intentions yesterday after I heard Emergency Tsunami and it was somehow worse than I remembered like I really didn't think it was possible but it was worse than I remembered and then I go and listen to this project and it was actually not bad Emergency Tsunami like had some really good songs it had Vitamint Socks or however you pronounce that weird title but great great song what is it No New Friends I think it's called with Lil Baby or Don't Need Friends Great song with Lil Baby, Make It Right Back, Young Wheezy with Gunna, Stella McCartney with Future. It was some really like good songs on his album. And like not that's not what you expect from Nav. But when no, it's like Twenty One Savage, he does the same thing. Nav does the same thing on a lot of songs, except Twenty One Savage is good and Nav sucks. But with the right production, with someone like Wheezy to really bring out like make nav's voice into like an instrument and really like highlight his voice and have this crazy beat going on in the background that's that's all that's that's what nav needs to really like succeed and i think emergency tsunami was above horrible level like it wasn't good don't get me wrong it's not good (laughs) nav will never do anything good again but it was average maybe even like slightly above average and that's all i can really ask for from nav so wheezy great job nav you did your whatever we usually do but wheezy that was incredible uh, anything else to add to that yeah. like no i mean well as well said if i mean if you do the same thing over and over eventually it's got to work right so yeah um good for nav good for nav man <laughs> good for nav you dropped some average good for nav he did something yeah that wasn't terrible yeah no All offense right, to nav by the way what no offense to Nav. If you no, wants no to come offense. On, if you're one of the we'd gladly have listening. you on the podcast. We love you. We'd love to have you on. We'll tell you to your face that we think you're like the best rapper alive. Like, and we'll mean it. It's if that's what you need Maybe. to do for us, to, like to for the, to be on the podcast. If that's what we need to do, we'll do it. Sign us up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I yeah. think that's that's it for new music. Uh, or not that's, new, I guess. That's, that's, that's it for music. We've missed in the past four and a half months that we listened to uh yeah. you can see that it wasn't a crazy amount of projects because we really as we've said we've been busy but we're trying to get back on our grind hopefully i can get this up episode up tonight it's saturday november 14th uh if not it'll be up tomorrow we're also planning on getting a sports one up tomorrow i guess so yeah we'll get we're getting up. back on our grind uh we're gonna be trying to get some guests some bigger guests whether it's like for the music section, whether it's rappers, producers, people in somehow connected to the game, bigger like Instagram mm-hmm. accounts to do with rap. We'll see. Cause you yes, know, sir. just whatever we can get, get some interesting conversations mm-hmm. on here. So it's not just Michael and I talking for however long. Even though we know you love that. We know. Yeah. We know you love us talking for an hour and a bit. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, make sure to follow the Instagram at ftc.podcast. Yep. We post when episodes go live, and we're going to do more with that um, in the near future. So make sure to follow and check it out. Um, but yeah. yeah, 
This has been For the Culture. My name is Michael Gervey. My name is Isaac Gall, and we are For, for the, the Culture. Culture. Thank you. Final.